Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Market Adventures podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about the three simplest ways to make money in the stock market using options. Stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The first of the three simplest ways to make money in the stock market using options is the call credit spread. Now, a credit spread is where you buy and sell an option and you collect the credit. So you collect the money up front for the options play, right? It's a call credit spread. So that happens when you sell a call, an out of the money or in the money call, and you buy a call further out. Now, this is going to be almost a review for those of you who listened to episode eight, how to make money with options in the stock market. That's episode eight, how to make money with options. This is kind of a review. We're just going to go a little bit more in depth as to how you use these. So you would sell a call and buy another call further out for these various reasons. Either you think the stock is going to go down, but you don't want to buy buy a put option. You don't want to leverage on the put side, but you do think the stock is either not going to go down or not move very much. There's an increase in premium due to volatility. So now during the market and for the last couple months, volatility has been very high. So premium, particularly in tech stocks, has been very high. Now, if you don't remember what premium is, again, go back to episode eight and listen to it again. But briefly, premium is how much you're paying on top of the intrinsic value. So essentially paying time value. So intrinsic value, if you're buying something in the money, it represents how much in the money you are. Anything on top of that is premium or time value. So if there's been an increase in premium due to volatility, meaning that people are bidding the prices for these options higher than any intrinsic value, or if there's no intrinsic value and the option has a price to it, then it's all premium, essentially. Now, if there's an increase in premium due to volatility, you may want to take advantage of that, not by leveraging your own money and using a debit, but by collecting money up front because you know or you have a good indication that the stock is either going to go up, down, or not move very much. You'd also use this if you are risk-averse. So... Options, the the thing about options is you can lose 100% of your investment. Now, the risk is a little bit better and worse because everything moves a little bit faster with options, but you're limited to, typically, you're going to be limited to how much you put into it. Now, when you're doing a spread, that risk is reduced, right? That risk is reduced because you're capping your gains, but you're also capping your losses. So if I buy a call credit spread, If I was wrong and the 
underlying price went above my initial call, the max amount I can lose is the difference between the one that I bought, the one that I sold, and any premium that uh, came with it, right? So my maximum loss is capped. But in addition to that, my maximum gain is capped as well. Now, why would you want to do this? If you're building a small account, grabbing some premium, some small premium, if you're not looking for a big amount and big risk, if you want to just get some small premium to build your play, build your account up. So say if you have a $100 account, if you can do a couple $20 trades, $30 trades, you're building your account up without risking the full amount that you would if you were to buy a, an option using a debit. So if I were to buy an option that was worth $20 and the option went to zero, I've lost $20. Now I've lost 20% of my portfolio. But if they do a credit spread and I collect premium, my loss is capped. My gain is also capped, but my percentage of winning goes up, right? Credit spreads have a higher percentage of winning than general options do, just calls and puts. Now, another reason you would do it, so we're just going over the reasons for the credit spreads. Another reason you would do it is if you're waiting for a swing trade or a day trade, or you're waiting for a particular stock or a setup, and you have indicators that you're waiting to set up for you, if those plays don't meet your criteria and they've been kind of stalling for a while, you don't expect it to hit it for a while, in that between time, you can collect premium. So right now, the market has been very volatile. I haven't done any swing trades or day trades. And I believe I did one swing trade last week on Workhorse. Actually, I did two. I did two swing trades on one Workhorse last week. One went very well. One did not go so well. So with the volatility in the market right now and Trump putting out a Twitter storm where the market is very, very wishy-washy right now, I've been doing credit spreads and just building my account because certain plays aren't meeting my criteria or the market should have been a little too volatile for me to leverage too much on one side without guaranteeing some kind of return for myself. Now, some some. Things that you want to include in your strategy. Again, this is not advice, but these are some things that I include in my strategy. Always follow the trend, right? The trend is your friend. So you want to sell away from the trend or sell with volatility. Or I should say I sell away from the trend or with volatility. So if the market's going up and I have a strong feeling that it's going to go up, if I'm going to collect credit, I'm going to collect credit on the downside. Meaning if the entire market is going up, I would rather sell something that's that's indicating that I don't think it's going to go down and collect credit. Or if the market's going down, I want to sell a call credit spread and collect money because I don't think it's going to go up. All right. You want to follow the trend because, again, the trend is your friend. So an example of this that I'm setting up for is Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs, one of the big banks, has been trending down all year. It's kind of drifting in the middle right now. But the market doesn't know where it wants to go. So if I've identified some technicals that I am confident that Goldman Sachs won't break above or break below. As long as that desired return, right, the percentage I want back on my money for my risk, as long as it meets my criteria, I'm going to buy a put or a call credit spread on Goldman Sachs, collect my credit up front, right? And time, time is very important. So Personally, I don't like to do any spreads 
that are beyond two or three weeks. Why? Because I want to play into that time premium. I want to collect my money and allow that option spread to expire because you make the most money. You make the full amount when it expires so you don't have to buy it back. So if I'm looking to make 50% or 100% on that spread, I want to shorten that time down. And as long as it meets my criteria for return, I will take that play. Now, a put credit spread. A put credit spread, excuse me, a put credit spread works just like a call credit spread, right? The reasons are essentially the same, except for I'm taking this play if I don't think the stock is going to go down, right? So I'm going to collect my credit by selling a put to somebody else because I don't think the stock's going to go down and then buying a further output in case I'm wrong, right? Buying that second one is to it caps your games, but that's how you mitigate your risk because you're saying, I'm willing to take this money up front, but I'm not willing to lose this much. So let me buy this next option. So they can be as wide or as small as you want as long as you have the collateral to back it up. Remember, and I'm I'm repeating this, market first, market first. So an example of some put credit spreads that I'm looking at. So a call credit spread I'm looking at right now is Goldman Sachs. A put credit spread I'm looking for right now is HD, Home Depot, Facebook, FB, and a SPY put credit spread, to be honest with you, because the volatility in the SPY has gone up just because Trump and... Um, Powell, Fed Chair Powell, have been doing a lot of talking lately, and there's a federal debate this week, and we have stimulus. We have a lot of things going on that the market's moving up and down very quickly. So I can get a lot of premium for plays that are a little bit further out and have some kind of technical support for me to make sure that if it breaks through this, I can get out. But I also know that it's going to be very hard for it to break through this support. I actually just closed an Apple put credit spread just today. Um, I forget how much I made on it because I don't have not in front of my computer right now. But uh, I pull out a good amount amount that I'm happy with. And after Trump tweeted about the stimulus and the whole market came down, including Apple, Apple came right above that initial put option I sold. So it almost went in the money and I almost started losing money. But then Apple reversed. Why? Because I made sure that I sold that put beyond a technical support, meaning it would have been very hard for Apple to have broken below that number, which ended up securing my gains because I wasn't worried that Apple was going to break below that initial put that I sold. When we come back in just a moment, I'm going to give you the third simple trick to earning some money in the stock market using options. Stay with us. I'm Alex Cunningham, and you're listening to Market Adventures. This episode is brought to you by Digit, the easiest way to save, plan for emergencies, set up multiple financial goals, and invest in your future. Search thesavings.club. That's thesavings.club, or click the link in the show notes. You'll get a free $5 to get your savings started. So those are the first two, call credit spread, put credit spread. Now the third, the number one strategy of the wealthiest traders in the world, the covered call. 
Now, the cover call is when you sell a call option against the assets you already own. So you already own 100 shares or a multiples of 100 because remember an option is a multiple of 100. If you already own 100 shares of a particular asset, you're selling a call against your asset. Now, why would you do this? You are risking that 100 shares, meaning if you're wrong, the other person gets to take your 100 shares. But if you're confident that your underlying price is not going to move up as much as that during the short term, you're essentially collecting premium as guaranteed income. For example, if I own AT&T, AT&T is not going above 30 for some time. If I wanted to sell a $30 call, op- a call option against my 100 shares of AT&T, I would be collecting all of that money up front. And my hope is that AT&T doesn't move above $30 in the short term, and I will collect that premium essentially for free. Now, if I'm wrong, the only risk is I lose that 100 shares. Now, you don't lose it. You're allowing that person to buy it from you, so you're still getting your money back. You're still going to be positive on the play. The only thing is now you don't have the shares. So call, call, covered calls are a number one strategy of the wealthy because if they own a, a, large, a large amount of assets, they can continuously sell call options against those assets and continuously collect income and generate income without having to lose their underlying asset, as long as they're right. Now, you wouldn't want to use this doing market volatility, meaning you wouldn't want to use it right now because at any day, Trump could say something, there could be a stimulus deal, something could happen where that number shoots up and now you've forfeited a, a bunch of gains and you've forfeited your shares. So you wouldn't want to use it doing now, covered calls, but it is a, a brilliant, brilliant strategy for generating income, essentially, for free. So find out what works best for you. If you're somebody who's wealthy and you've got hundreds and thousands of shares, maybe doing a covered call can help you generate some some income over time. If you're someone who's building an account, maybe a put or a call credit spread might work for you. But you want to make sure that you, again, follow your own strategy, develop your own strategy, understand what you're comfortable with, what you're comfortable losing, and what your desired gain is. Put together that strategy, and maybe you can use one of these three ways to to generate some income and build your account or just generate some income for you to use throughout your daily life. Hey, thanks for listening today. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can write us on Instagram or message the Facebook page, both at Market Adventures Podcast. I'm Alex Cunningham, and you've been listening to Market Adventures.